Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, PK Chronicles. This is episode two, and today we'll be talking about church hurt. Alright, so let's get into the subject. I know we're diving in deep to a kind of a sensitive topic, I guess you could say, and not a lot of people like to talk about church hurt, but is it is a very real thing, and if we don't talk about it, it makes the church look perfect and it's not at all all right so first i want to give you the definition of church hurt and it is basically pain inflicted by religious institutions or a pain that distances sufferers from their communities and god so this could be through toxic abusive actions or words and we just want to let you know that you're not alone and that god hates church hurt and we'll find that in Matthew eighteen six. And it says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. So literally that's saying that it's better for someone like let's say a pastor or a minister or somebody in the church hurts you um it's better for them to drown in the depths of the sea than for them to do that to you um that's kind of that's a big deal and that's god speaking he really said let it die let it die die, let it die (laughs) all right so we just want to talk about our little bit about a our experience with church hurt and so this goes back to 2014 i believe um you know my family was going through some hard times during that um season you know and they weren't able to tithe like they normally would and so the pastor preaching that sunday had preached over tithing and i guess my father felt convicted i guess because he wasn't tithing like he had and he hadn't told the pastor i'm which i mean the pastor i'm pretty sure knew right because yeah anyway so he went up to the pastor and he told him like hey like i've been going through this and so if my tithe isn't this amount like it usually is it's because of this and that well that was a really big mistake right because then the pastor literally got angry with him and it just caused like this whole commotion right after church and everybody was watching everybody was um hearing the pastor talk down to my father and nobody nobody said a word everyone just watched and backed up the pastor on what he was saying and so then my dad was like okay let's talk about this another time and the pastor did not want to talk about it in another time nor in private um which that should have been handled in private and it was taken to the side but it wasn't in private um so yeah literally to the side literally to the side and then what happened 
uh, didn't we go to a wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to a wedding, and then there about a year or whatever, and he came to sit down with my mom and my dad, and my mom was like already, she already knew what was coming. She told us like, let's go, and where the wedding was, it was literally in the middle of nowhere like country i'm talking cows country right like why would the pastor want to come ruin a wedding talk about the situation literally right after the ceremony like we're literally here to support this couple that we love and support and we just wanted to have a good time right like we didn't want to bring anything up but he literally right after the ceremony put up a chair backwards and sat in it like like he was so big Mm. right and so yeah then keep going so we're walking to the car it was like legit like almost midnight and it was so like since we're in the middle of nowhere it was dark and so uh where we parked it was next to a ditch where my sister usually or the side where my sister sits was the part of the ditch and he kept following us so my mom was like like hurry up like he was literally chasing us so yeah, like, to talk like about the situation stalkerish <laughs> so much dang and so um uh, my sister did step wrong i think i don't know what you know it was really dark we could not see yeah. like the only thing that was on was the uh the lamppost all the way yeah the, the lamppost and so my mom was telling me to run to the car <laughs> and she ran and she felt in a what is it like in a, a ditch and the culvert ditch. like the little metal things that go under the driveway i fell in that and i split my achilles tendon like it was just this big old thing and there was blood everywhere like her achilles like trigger warning but her achilles legit looked like a hot dog <laughs> like it was that split out i think it looked like a a piece of bacon no, I love one of those Velveeta hot dogs, the small ones that come in the... Oh. <laughs> that's what it looked like. The thing with the wrinkles. Oh, sorry, trigger warning. Trigger uh, warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> Graphic. Um, yeah, so my mom legit lifted my sister in the car. Into the car. And... We drove all the way to, like, San Antonio. Yeah, and nobody took and me nobody in. Took nobody took me in. So my mom was like, give me, go in the passenger seat. Right. And she took... That's so finally like, we we got a hospital or whatever but anyways off topic um so yeah after that you know like uh, my dad was just really hurt about the whole situation mm-hmm. you know he that situation could have been avoided and then because of that i could have been avoided you know that hurt um and yeah so he was just really hurt about that whole situation and so he he literally like the next day i think yeah because the wedding was a saturday the next day was was sunday Sunday, and he um got in touch with the pastor and let him know that because that's that situation should have been handled like that yeah it was so mature of him you would think he had a big head he would have some wisdom and I'm not saying, like, that pastor, like, uh, how would I say? I don't want to talk down on that pastor because he really is a mighty man of God, right? But, um, I guess the flesh gets to them as well. Yeah, he was just acting dumb. Yeah, just in that time, you know. But, yeah, that did cause us to go ahead and leave that church. 
So, how do you think that situation could have been handled differently? Oh, like, I don't know. I think if I was older, let's just say this. If I was older and I knew what was going on, I would have told him straight out, like, hey, bro, chill. Like, we're, there's a whole wedding and you want to bring up stuff? Like, come on now. Like, I think it could have been like, okay, like, hey... I'm free this day. Let's go ahead and have a meeting and see how can we help you, you know? I, I know that you're going through, like, this rough time in your life um, because this and that happened. Um, how can we help you as a church? You're a member of our church. You know, all the churches should be able to help their congregation, yeah. right? And regardless, that's not what our father was asking for. He wasn't asking for a handout. He was, was just, just letting him know that the tithing wasn't gonna be like it normally was mm -hmm. so yeah he could have pulled him away to a meeting um, on a different day you know hey we can let's talk about this next week or this week so do you have any regret about that situation mm, no because I think I believe that everything happens for a reason period um like my parents learned a lot of stuff ministry leadership wise how to handle those situations yeah they learned i think it made us into the people who we are today to yeah. be honest because then we can understand like the way our congregation feels about certain things mm -hmm. and how not to talk to people and what to do in those types of situations um we just want to be we just want to treat them like we would want to, to have be been treated, treated right the golden rule have we healed from this situation? Um, I think I had no wounds since I was so young. I just remember being in pain because of you were in pain. That's right. So pain. I think, I think it was like I didn't even care about my pain. I think it was the family pain that hurt a lot. Yeah, because we saw that on dad, you know, and mom. Um. Yeah. I, I guess we, in a way, I we were kind of relieved because we kind of felt like outcasts there. Yeah. Um, we were constantly, constantly made fun of because of Our being race. Mexican, right? Yeah. And like, um, people um, would come up to us and call us beaners and like... <laughs> yeah, I'm a whole crock pot full of beans, but <laughs> at least we have spice. But yeah, I think it was because of that. Um, I never, I never really had a real friend until, like, I met one of my friends that I had since, like, I was a baby. But then, they were, I couldn't relate to them because of our different backgrounds. But now that we left, it's kind of, I don't know, like, I wish I would have stayed in touch with them but now that i see them in school they don't even want to like look at me if they do they look at me right. ugly. so our next thing would be letting y'all know that we've seen a lot of people get hurt in the church yeah um we've been to one two two churches i guess you could say in our life other than ours three three mm -hmm. okay yeah, so three churches, and in each of those, we've seen church hurt multiple times, multiple families. Um, 
and I guess it's kind of helped us grow, like I've said, to hand- how to handle the situations. Yeah. Because we don't want the same thing to happen at our church. Right. And, and you know, it might. You know, it just depends on people. And, mm-hmm. and we're all human. Right. And I just think that sometimes it's how the leadership of the church handles the situation. And if we would just take a step back, analyze what's happening... Mm-hmm. and then speak yeah. then I feel like that would reduce that number of church hurt mm-hmm. you know? um, so yeah a lot of people experience this unfortunately and it does cause a division between the person and the church and God you know but I also do want to clarify that just because a person leaves the church doesn't make them a backslider no you know um i feel like we put that label on them and then that's when that happens Mm -hmm. um because i know a lot of people who have left the church but i mean they left it for a good reason and they're still striving you know it's not in the old church it was more of an outward thing as if you looked a certain way you were holy right yeah but it wasn't a matter of the inside. Mm-mm. It was mostly what you looked, how you talked, what you dressed like. Right, what you wore, mm-hmm. how your hair was. Mm-hmm. And if, if you had makeup on, if you had nail polished on, they would If you had something. pants on. Yeah. Right, we come from a church where you walk in, in pants and they, <laughs> they stare at you up and down. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're not good enough to be there. Right, yeah. and God says literally come as you are you know we shouldn't be day one someone walks into the church and boom they're changed like that no it's a process you know it's and don't get me wrong maybe it could be a conviction within that time but that's not usually how it happens and we can't force people to to our convictions i guess because you can be convicted of cutting your hair and wearing makeup and i'm not you know all right so my last topic would be church shunning church shunning is basically having people turn their backs on you for whatever reason for leaving the church or for not agreeing with their standards and rules it's kind of dumb and again with that experience after we left the church it was like everybody was like cockroaches and left yeah (laughs) right like we were the light um everywhere we went because we live in a small town and everywhere we went you would run into somebody right and it's like walking into story like okay who am i gonna meet today from there um and when you did run into those people it was automatically like they did not they will move the carts literally right they didn't acknowledge you or the fact that you existed or the fact that you helped them in the past Mm -hmm. or the fact that you were their brother and their sister and I just think that is so ridiculous because we're called as Christians to love one another regardless yeah. of the situations that we've been put through or we've gone through or maybe the arguments that we've had. And it it was even to the point where the pastor asked my best friend to not talk to me. And that really hurt mm-hmm. because why would a pastor be like, don't talk to your best friend, you know? I would, if I were in that situation as a pastor, 
I would be like, hey, I know this happened between me and your friend. And but I don't would, let this ruin the relationship of y'all two. Right. Or try to talk to her and love her more, right? Mm-hmm. And help her through this, right? And that's just not what happened in our situation. And it was through multiple people. And, I, like, day after the whole incident happened i received text messages from people in the church who were saying i know why y'all left it was because y'all weren't holy like what yeah like it's literally less than 24 hours and the whole situation happened and Mm -hmm. you're claiming that we left because we weren't holy and yet where are they at now basically yeah don't cry i'm crying (laughs) yeah it was definitely a lonely uh experience because it's like am I really a bad person you know it made me think that way and we shouldn't be put in that situation do you need a kleenex (laughs) (laughs) we shouldn't have to go through that mental process that mental just that whole situation and how it made us feel but then again it made us who we are right and like you said everything happens for a reason and we trust in god's plans and if that didn't happen if those situations did not happen then we wouldn't have vino nuevo we would not be well we were pastor's kids regardless yeah we would have been bishop kids bishop kids my dad's bishop he just got ordained as a bishop over mexico viva mexico um but yeah and we should put dad on this <laughs> um i guess my advice would be just just pray about everything and um just because that happened doesn't mean you need to stay away from the church because the church is literally what makes you stronger yeah. you know and jesus too right but here on earth we we need people to mentor us and walk next to us through life we just need those friends that have god in them and they might need us too where was i going with that don't even know don't even (laughs) know um so yeah just stay connected to church you know we're all human we all fail and every church is going to be hypocrites liars you know and they're always going to be a problem there's always a problem in every church not one church that does not have a problem yeah but it's the way how you deal with the problem and how you fix the problem and how you handle the problem yeah and if you're a minister or pastor and somebody takes a need to you handle it in private mm-hmm. you know pray about it in private pray and fast for them in private um because they need you and they're that's their cry for help mm-hmm. basically um they're not asking you to make the situation worse right no so yeah that's episode two of pk chronicles church hurt follow us on instagram at pk.chronicles trying to get our following up brand new share us on instagram dm to some of your friends our profile like us on spotify apple leave us a review on apple Podcasts if you're listening there or dm us for any suggestions right or any like things you'd like to talk about regarding the church or regarding basically life yeah 
We talk about everything here. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening to PK Chronicles. God bless. Yep.